Welcome to the Big Picture Podcast, where we make sure you know there's more going on than you can see or hear. If this podcast episode helps you, would you consider leaving us a review on the app or platform you're using to listen? We appreciate it. And remember, we ain't woke, but we are certainly awake. And now, your host, Larry Ragland. Oh yeah. You know what that's you know what that music means. I don't care how many times I hear it, I gotta bob the head. Welcome in to the big picture with Larry Raglan. Shocker. I am your host, Larry Raglan. That's me on the screen. Representing. Representing Jesus, representing the kingdom. Praise God. What a day it is to be alive in America. What a privilege it is to be a part of a chosen generation that God would choose to trust us. He trusts us, y'all. Do you understand what I'm saying? Trusting us for this moment. And we can't miss our moment. We can't miss the time of our visitation. And that's what this show is all about. And when I get to my guest today, you're going to be so excited to have who, who's going to be coming on today. But, of course, as we do at the beginning of each show, we want to invite you to you know, if you're watching on YouTube, hit that subscribe button down below. Hit that thumbs up button. Uh, all kinds of things you need to do. You need to comment. You just say, my God, you was preaching fire today, Pastor Lair, or something. I mean, just something. Don't say nothing negative. We want none of that negative stuff coming in. I Honestly, I don't care what you say because it ain't going to stop me. Ain't none of that negative stuff going to stop me because I know what God's called me to do. Uh, and then share it with your friends. If you listen on the podcast, make sure you follow us on the podcast and hugely important. Give us a five-star review because that's how we get in the algorithm. That's how we get in front of people that don't know anything about the show. And most importantly, may not know anything about Jesus. And, uh, we want to show them the Lord and we want, if there's any time in always people needed Jesus, but man, if you don't have Jesus in your life right now, woo, woo, I can't even imagine what that's going to mean for you. Well, today on the show, man, we have got a guest. He's not a guest. He's family. He's friend. I tell you what, his, I think my, uh, my house hears his voice going through my house more than they hear my voice going through my house. <laughs> it's, 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 I'm telling you, this man is always on my TV. It's being blasted through uh, my phone, my wife's phone, people sharing me. Hey, did you hear Paul's show and all this? All the time. People's always telling me and reminding me, and of course, in my house, we listen to him faithfully here. Pastor Paul Begley. Pastor Paul, uh, he is a major man of God. He is a pastor, but he's also an evangelist, and he's very powerful in the inside of Bible prophecy that he has. Uh, he's led thousands of people to Jesus Christ, and what I love about his show is no matter what his topic is, every night he leads people to Christ. It's so powerful. He's a fourth-generational preacher following after his father, grandmother, and great-grandfather who was blessed to be a part of, listen to this, y'all, the Azusa Street Revival. And I want you to listen to this lineage. Uh, Pastor Paul was ordained by Dr. Lester Sumrall in the LaSia Organization of South Bend, Indiana, studied at Indiana Christian University under Pastor Charles Begley. I believe that's Pop. Uh, Pastor Paul caught the world's attention when he began to see the revelation of Hosea's prophecy. The Texas Blood Lake goes on and on. He's been on CNN. He's been featured in Time Magazine. And I know them, them uh, magazines over there in, in Britain like to quote him all the time because I read a lot of them articles over there. 
As an evangelist pastor, Paul is now preaching in tent revivals and in churches all over America. And for those that know about my church, Solid Rock in Birmingham, he is always preaching here for us at least annually, and he will be again. And I tell you what, I could probably spend another 10 minutes just talking about his bio, but I I didn't bring him on the show just for him to hear his bio. He knows who he is. I don't know if you know who he is, and how could you not know who he is? But after today, you are going to know who he is. Can we welcome to the show, Pastor Paul Beglin? Yeah, are you serious? It's great to be here, Larry. The crowd is going wild. (laughs) Woo! Hey, I'll tell you what. Need the shades. Okay, now I'm here. All right, that's it. That's that's the signature look. Hey, your future is so bright, you got to wear shades. That's right. Thank you. It's great to be here, Bishop. Just, I love your energy. I love your studio. Thank you. Love your, I love your audience, and uh, we're going to have a good time today. Yes, sir, Pastor Paul. You you are an inspiration uh, to so many people. You're certainly an inspiration to me. Uh, in fact, I even, I, I'll, I'll just say this to you, Pastor. I mean this from the bottom of my heart. Um, I, I am literally on YouTube because of you. Uh, you inspired me uh, watching your show, seeing what God can do. Uh, through broadcasts like this, uh, inspired me and my wife to say, you know what, we, we're just going to follow his lead. And it's it's just a blessing. It's just a blessing. Amen. Amen. Well, Pastor, we got a lot of stuff we need to talk about. Uh, yeah, let's I mean, do it. I, I mean, mean I'm, I'm, I'm shining. I'm so happy. I tell you, the, the, there's been this cloud lifted. Woo! I mean, <laughs> mm. well, I wonder what happened. I wonder what happened. Well, well you know, Pastor, um, a lot of, yeah, I'm just being real with you. I don't know what you're seeing up there in, in your region in the circles you run in, but you know, I pastor pastors. I connected with a lot of pastors down here in this area and, and even globally. And I'm really shocked. I'm really shocked, Pastor, at the um, the I want to say it this way: the deafening silence uh, of some of the more prominent ministers that have, quite frankly, yeah. some of the most influence probably on, on social media, but just crickets. I mean, we should be celebrating. Uh, and I'm, I want to, I'm going to just go ahead and preface this one thing I'm going to say, and I'm not going to apologize again because people that know me and follow this channel know my heart. I love people. Uh, we understand that abortion is one of the most difficult things that any woman could ever face in their life. Uh, I don't think, uh, 99.9% of women ever desire to have an abortion. Uh, but, and so, so the compassion is there for, for the women. Um, the compassion are there for, is there for the babies too, but I'm just going to just, I'm just going to tell it like it is past. I, I just can't believe these people that's trying to come after preachers for it and people for celebrating mm-hmm. 50 years of prayer and intercession, 50 yeah. years of praying on behalf of the unborn child. And I don't know how you feel. And I think I know how you feel. I don't apologize for praising God. Pastor, Amen. for 50 years, Roe v. Wade overturned by the Supreme Court. What is your thoughts about that? Oh, I'm so excited and so happy, uh, Bishop. I'll tell you something. Yesterday, I was at my dad's church yesterday, and I just said, look, the curse, mm. he's reversed the curse. Come okay? on, come on. Jesus has reversed the curse, and the place just exploded. We were celebrating yesterday, and I'm sure they were at, at Solid Rock there in Birmingham. But you're right. There's a, been a deafening uh, silence uh, from very some very prominent ministries right. and ministries, and it's it's been puzzling to me a little bit. Yep. Uh, I realize that maybe they're feeling the pressure from some people, but man, I uh, here's I look at this way: the children of Israel were in Egypt for 400 years, and they cried out to God, 
And then he heard their cry. The children of Israel were in the wilderness for 40 years. He heard their cry. They got, they got in, they got off track with Baal worship and they got carried into Babylon. And for 70 years, they were crying every day. My God. And finally he said, now it's time. We here in America have been praying, as you just say said, it. 50 years. Say and it, I, I got to the point where I wasn't sure it was ever going to be, ha- it was ever going to happen. I, I'm, I'm going, I'm, Pastor, I'm going to, I'm going to tell you, I told my church yesterday, I'm being real transparent with you. I really didn't think it would. I mean, no. I prayed and believed God, but I didn't, I didn't think I would ever see it in my lifetime. I mean, and if you look at the series of events that took place, God heard our cry, but you know what? He moves on his time. Yes. And a lot of times we lose faith. I personally, I'm going to say me, uh, we'll lose faith if God don't answer right away. Come on. But he will answer. Yes, he you will. Know, he, he's, he, he hears us and he sets the table and he sets the stage for such a time as this. And I believe that the process of not only the election of 2016, mm-hmm. uh, but prior to that, yep. the, the, what God was doing setting the table for this moment. Yep. Now the church needs to celebrate. Say it. Then we need to accelerate. Pre- I mean, really. Let's let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's take back what the devil has stolen. My God, Pastor, you said celebrate and accelerate. Celebrate. Woo! <laughs> Listen, this this is what I felt yesterday. I just sort of dropped this. Spirit of God dropped this in, in solid rock yesterday. And I'm going to drop it out here. I'm going to make a separate uh, show up about this as well, uh, subsequent to this broadcast. But it's like I, I had our missions team that just got back from Peru. It was all up on the stage. And, and, I, and I told our missions director, I said, do you realize every mission trip you and I have ever gone on in our life, that plane, and I don't care if people think I'm being spooky and extra super spiritual, whatever, but this is fact. The Bible, does the Bible pastor not say that the devil is the prince of the power of the air? Absolutely. Okay. He is. So secondly, do we also know that there are principalities that are over regions and nations that, that the enemy Satan has appointed these fallen angels to oversee and hold in captive. Am I right on that? Absolutely. You're exactly right. I mean, he's he has set them over regions. That's why they're powers and principalities. Yes. So this hit me. For the first time in our lifetime, Pastor, when we get on a plane now and we fly out of the country of the United States of America, the other countries, we will mm-hmm. fly out of the atmosphere, the second heaven, the prince where the principalities reside for the yep. first time in our ministry without the principality of that demon spirit of Moloch that yep. has been over our country for 50 years. That Amen. excites Amen. me. That's huge. And I'm telling you, it's going to bring the body of Christ globally. This decision is global. As America goes, so mm. does the world. Say it. When, as the church goes, so is the, so is the world. Yes. And this is huge. And you're going to hear a lot of crying and whining and moaning uh, by the devil. And those that were, yeah, I remember when uh, Elijah, you know, they were worshiping Baal. They were worshiping Molech. They were offering children yes. to these idol gods. Yes. Sacrificing them on the very altar of the devil, really. Come on. And whenever Elijah prayed, God stopped the rain for three and a half years. Mm. And when that drought was over, he's the Lord said, today, you're going to show yourself to King Ahab. And uh, as he went, he met King Ahab and Ahab said, oh, here comes the, the one that 
troubleth Israel. Mm. And I love what I see. We, they always think that we're the problem. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Christian, Christian conservatives, those, those Bible thumping, God stumping believers. And, you know, and, uh, and, but I love what Elijah said. He said, Oh no, 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 mm. no. You're the, you're what's troubling Israel. You have brought this curse. It is you. My God. And uh, I love that. And that's what we need to do. Stand up, celebrate, accelerate, yes, and and move forward, and uh, watch and see. Now you're going to see walls start crumbling, Pastor. I'm going to tell you, and revival will break loose. But if those churches who can't, uh, they need to pray. Now I love every church. You you know that, Larry. I'm yes. an evangelist. Yes, sir. But I'm telling you right now, pastors, don't stumble on this one. Don't stumble. Pick yourself up and and proclaim it, because if you don't. You're going to go down a, a path of apostasy, and the, the, the anointing won't be there. I'm telling you, get in this thing and celebrate life, because God's God. the giver. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. I, I could preach right here, but this is your show. I'm just saying, isn't it great? <laughs> My awesome. Lord, that is why, y'all, that is why I love this man, because this is why I love you, Pastor Paul. When I was first introduced to you on YouTube, uh, I love uh, the... Um, the end times prophecy. I love the things and the current events, but the thing I love about you more than anything, Pastor Paul Begley, is that you are passionate about the kingdom of God. You are unapologetic. It don't matter who you got on your show. It don't matter what the topic is. People are going to get saved and you are unashamed of the body of Christ. And I love you Amen. for that. I'm, I'm telling you, Paul said, I'm, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it's the power of God and the salvation. Pastor, and you know, salvation just gets you into this kingdom. Man, when the Holy Ghost falls on you, then it's like fuel injection uh, uh, in, in a Jaguar. I mean, uh, you know what I'm saying? It's let's get going. He, Come on, let's did, celebrate. Did you just celebrate. go there? Did you just go there? Did you just call down fire? Did you just did. call down the Holy Ghost? <laughs> I just did. I just did. Mm. I feel I'm, I'm feeling in liberty here on this Come show. Come on, you, you got it. You got it. Hey, th this is what I told our church. I said, look, I'm going to tell you what this is. This is a Mount Carmel moment. Amen. This, this is a Mount Carmel moment. Listen, for Amen. years and years and years, we have had to endure. And quite frankly, it's almost like, and this is not a theological statement. This is my opinion. It's almost like God sort of let the devil almost like on that story of Mount Carmel when Elijah's fighting the prophets of Baal. And he said, I'm going to let them go first. I'm going to I'm going to let them throw everything they can. We have dealt with the spirit of Moloch killing the unborn children. We have, we have dealt, dealt with the spirit of false religion, the God of Dagon. We have, we have dealt with Baal. We have dealt with all these spirits. We have, we have been inundated and inundated and inundated and they've cut themselves. They've cried out. They've done all these things. But let me tell you something. When that thing went down this past week and, and this, this spirit, what we're talking about was lifted. What a lot of people may not realize, and I don't want to go too deep in this, but I'm going to say all I'm going to challenge our viewers to do is get on Google and Google July 26th, 2015. July 26th, 2015. And I'm going to show you something. That was, I don't know when you're going to watch this broadcast, but we were in church on July 26th. That was at the time of this tape, and that was yesterday. Seven years ago today, yesterday, Pastor, I don't know if you saw this. Seven years ago to the day, 
Google July 26, 2015, and you will see one of the most nation-shifting uh, judgments by the Supreme Court was passed that changed an enti- this entire nation. Seven years ago yesterday, seven years ago that Friday, this past Friday, when this ruling of Roe v. Wade came down, that would have been the actual day of the week that this same ruling came down. So, Pastor, let me tell you something. When you read this and you study it, you Google it, because I, I, I forgot to tell you about this before we went on the air. So I want to hear it. I want to okay. hear it. I'm ready. All right. So, we are at the end of a seven-year cycle. And when you, okay, when, when, and I, I'm going to, I'm going to challenge people to, to, I'm not even going to tell you what it is. I, I'm giving you a homework assignment to go You're see. Google it right now. Google it right now. Google it right now. July 26, 2015 Supreme Court ruling. And you'll see what I'm talking about. And, and our viewers will see what I'm talking about. And I'm not trying to bring, bring hate speech, but this was a shifting of the morality of this country. Like we have never seen that we never dreamed would happen. And only seven years later, a 50-year curse was removed. And I'm telling you, I believe the heavens are open. I believe it's our time, Pastor. I believe it's our time to say, let the God that answers by fire, let that God be God. Amen. Amen. And amen. Oh, I see where it is. Oh, wow. That was seven years ago. Do you see what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, I see it. To the day. That ruling wow. came down and changed everything of the morality and how we see yeah. morality and how we see God's yeah. design. Seven years ago, exactly on the same weekend that this was lifted by the same Supreme Court. Yeah. You want to tell me there's not a shifting going on? Something is happening. Years. You talk about liberation. That's a Shemitah. We're, we're, what we're seeing here, Pastor, is, I mean, those are the two biggest curses on America. Absolutely. And so one's been lifted. Yep. And now the second one is in is, is obviously uh, being looked at here. Uh, yep. it, it's got to be. Yep. It's got to be. And that's huge. I did not know that. That wow. is huge. Wow. So the 14th Amendment. People need to understand something that God is sitting on the throne and he does hear our cry. Yes, he does. We can't give up. We can't give up and think God has forsaken us. And I also want to say this, Larry. I mean, a lot of people, I look, I'm preaching on the end times all the time. I preach on the end times. Things are going to get worse. There's going to be a great falling away. Wars, rumors of wars, earthquakes, yes, meteor, meteorites. I mean, I'm I'm the king of doom and gloom, right, as far as <laughs> the media is concerned. But the truth is, the church's finest hour hasn't come yet. That's what, when you're Thank talking you. end times, you're talking about the harvest. You're Thank talking about, you. you know what I'm saying? The, uh, this is our time to shine. I, I preached a little bit of a message yesterday. This uh Sister Shirley Caesar sung a song. It is my time to be blessed. (laughs) (laughs) I know I'm pulling Shirley Caesar out. Because the reason is, man, uh, God is answering the prayer. It's amazing. It was on the exact same day. And that's like God saying, I hear you. Yes. Yes. I'm going and I'm, I'm, I'm setting it up. And I tell you right now, the uh, the left has to start to think about this for a minute. They've been running us over from the judicial side because mm-hmm. they can't do it from a le- from the uh, legislative side because people won't vote for this foolishness. Wow. Okay, people don't vote for all this foolishness we've been seeing. They've been forcing it down our throat from a, from a judicial position. It's about to change because the judicial side, God, and I mean this. Donald Trump, they even asked Donald Trump about it. 
And he said, don't, don't give me the credit. This was God's doing. Mm. Okay. And uh, I'm here to tell you right now, it, you're seeing a shift. Now, if people will keep praying and keep voting, then you're not only going to have change from the legislative branch and the executive branch, but from the now the judicial branch, yes. America is on pace. We're on track. We're headed toward revival. This brings revival. This is the fruits of prayer. Pastor, do you agree that I, I asked our church, I said, none of us really believe this would ever happen. And I said, right. But here's the question that we've got to face, because there's not a question of whether it's ever going to happen. Now it's happened. It's It's shocking. It's shocking. So the question now is, why did it happen? When it happened? And I think what you just said, Pastor, is key. It had to happen right now in this generation because that had to be removed for that great awakening that you're talking about in the body of Christ. Amen. Do you feel that? I think this, I think this is going, uh, Pastor Bishop. Let me say this: I have been wondering why, after COVID, after this has passed, mm. I I travel a lot, and you know that. Yes, I've never seen so many people in the airplanes, the airports. Yep. More people are on the highway driving. It don't matter how high the price of gas is. Right. People are tired of being confined, and they're getting out and they're going everywhere except church. Mm. They haven't come back to church. Wow. They're, they're, they're filling the football stadiums. I love a good football game as good as you and anybody else. I, I, you know, everybody's out going everywhere, but they still haven't returned to church. But I believe mm. that what happened is the start of the return, the restoration. God's bringing it to America, but he's going to bring it to the church, too. Yes. Uh, it's going to come. It's come. But he's, he needs us. The men of God, men and women of God, to stand strong right now. Yes. I mean, this is it. We have to be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. We have to have the love of God, use wisdom, and boy, we're going to see this thing. I, I'm really telling you, we're, and this 14, this this thing you're talking about, this 14, it's, it's, it can't stay either. It, it, it just can't. Right. You watch. Right. It's coming. I'm coming. Uh, we're not going to be, God's word will not return void. Wow. Okay. It doesn't. And pastor, you know, it's, uh, you love pastors. I love pastors. Uh, and the reality is this, the Bible clearly says, not just pastors and preachers, how can they believe in what they have not heard? And how can they believe without a preacher? And how can he be, how can he preach unless he be sent? So, so we're in the day pastors that are watching. I know a lot of pastors watch this show. A lot of pastors listen to this podcast. Pastors, listen to me. God has not called you to be an echo. He has called you to be a voice. Amen. And if we have ever needed you to be bold, it's now. I'm not talking about hate speech. I'm not talking about being mean, beating people up. But it's time for men of God to stand up and say, we are not looking for the answer. We have the answer. Okay? And and it is time for us to use every means we have for as long as we get to use it. We, you and I both know it's probably coming a day they're going to flip the switch on both of us. But, yep. in, but until we have this voice and this way to speak, we have to speak the truth, which transitions me to this, Pastor. You're on the cutting edge. You're on the bleeding edge of what God is saying in the end times. Is there anything that uh, we, our listeners, our viewers really need to be looking for coming down the pipe, whether it be end times prophecy, whether it be some things that are going on behind the scenes, 
with the power brokers that are in play. I know we just came out of the World Economic Forum, which y'all, if y'all don't know about that thing, that is one of the the most demonic things going on in the world. I'm sure I'll probably get triggered in the algorithm for saying that. But uh, I'm talking about them people are planning some stuff, Pastor. They are planning some stuff. They got money. They got power. But they ain't got the kingdom and they ain't got the Holy Ghost. And uh, so so just all that together. And uh, is there anything that's strong on your heart right now as far as maybe things that can't be seen in the natural that our viewers need to know what to pray about, know what to need to look for globally, nationally, anything that's on your heart? That's one of the reasons we love bringing you on the show is because uh, you are on that edge that – that helps us see things that we could not see on our own. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you the the camera for about, you know, five to eight minutes, what are 10 okay. minutes, and share out of your heart, where are we going? What should we be looking for? I appreciate it, Bishop. I really do. And, boy, that's a, a big loaded question, but it really is. It does have a simple answer. Um, the Bible tells us to always keep an eye on Jerusalem, mm. for it is God's prophetic timepiece. And so some of the things that you see happening, the World Economic Forum, as you were just talking about, the International Monetary Fund, the United Nations, and NESCO, all these different uh, trilateral commission, uh, the uh, Council on Foreign Relations, and then all those secret societies, Bilderberg, uh, you know, um, Skull and Bones, the Bohemian Grove, these groups, these are where the big power brokers are. And they are converging together Mm. to try to create a global reset. A new economic system, which really is setting the stage for the mark of the beast. That's where they're going. That's where they want to get, and they want to get there so fast. God, though, is going to control things. Mm. Prophecy will move at God's pace, not at their pace. And so in the time as this process is happening, we also see something else happening. All right, Israel just dissolved its Knesset again. Oh, my goodness. They're going to have a fifth election. Um, and the prime minister there, Naftali Bennett, is stepping down, and it's going to be handed over to a left-wing globalist. Wow. Uh, and his name is Yari Lapid, which means torch. Wow. His name means torch. It's unbelievable. He will take over, and there will, there will be no, govern, no government to, to control him, really. It just so happens that this is going to happen. He'll have six months reign just as president. And he believes in a two-state solution for Mm, Israel. mm. He believes that Israel can never have peace with its neighbors unless they divide the land and split it into two states with the Palestinians. And God already told us not not to part the land. This would bring a great curse on Israel if they do it. Well, in the meantime, while he gets in position— Joe Biden, the president of the United States, has another two and a half years left in office. He wants a two-state solution, but he's not the only one. The whole UN wants it. The European Union wants it. And now the guy to watch, MBS, he's called, Mohammed bin Salman. He's the Saudi crown prince of Saudi Arabia. He's got billions of dollars. And his desire, he's afraid of Iran. Mm. Iran's threatening to annihilate Israel. And he, he and also Iran hates Saudi Arabia because Saudi Arabia are Sunni Muslims and Iran are Shiite. And also in Saudi Arabia is Mecca, uh, where yeah. the Black Stone is, that yes. huge meteorite that fell that they worship. 
and uh, so it's the it's where the uh, Islam, you know, it's it's headquarters, if you will, the holiest site that they believe. So what's happened is the Saudi Arabians are thinking, okay, now's the time to create a peace arrangement with Israel, if no for no other reason to protect ourselves against Iran. And but in the meantime, let's get something out of that. Let's not only give Israel promises of prosperity and peace, but they got to give us something we want, and mm. that is that part of that Holy Land, part of that Levant, wow. so that Palestine can have its <clears throat> own nation and part of Jerusalem, East Jerusalem, to be its capital. Now, Joe Biden, you watch him. He's getting ready to come that way. He's going to go to Saudi Arabia. He's going to make his way to King Jordan. He's going to get into Israel. And he's even going to go meet the Palestinians in East Jerusalem, which never has that happened. Mm. Anytime a president or world leader goes to meet with the Palestinians, it's always in Ramallah, wow. which is where the Palestinian Authority is. Now, I've been in Israel 10 times. I've been all over the place. I've been in Ramallah. I've been in places I'm not even supposed to go. I can tell you right now, his decision to do that is a clear indication to the world that he wants to make this two-state solution happen. My goodness. So they're going, they're poised because you have even the president of the United States, you have the, the, the acting prime minister of Israel, soon he'll be that. You have all those uh, nations, what's called the Muslim monarchies, everybody's converging. We may be about to see the signing of the covenant with many. And actually what they're saying, Bishop, is they're taking the uh, Abraham Accords, and of which Trump fulfilled by bringing five more nations into peace with Israel. Yep, that's yep. all good. The yep. seven nations that are at peace with Israel, that's good. But what they want to do is what they call expand it. They want to bring more nations in, but at a cost. The cost is, Israel, give up part of your land and you can be at peace and prosperity. And Israel, some of their religious leaders may agree to this deal if they can build their third temple. That might be the trade-off. Now, the Lord wow. said not to do it, but it looks like it may happen anyway. And wow. it's and it's really, I think, prophecy shows us that it probably will. Yes. But having said that, watch what's going on in the Middle East and also watch these world bodies working on this great reset and if you want to know where all your food's going and where all the oil's going the factories aren't shutting down mm. they're cranking stuff out as fast as they can yep. why we don't have spare parts why we can't get semiconductors why we can't get baby food it's not because of the supply chain this stuff is being diverted wow. into different parts of the world because the united states is very concerned of world war three they're very afraid of what putin's uh, ultimate plan is and what China's plan is. And we have to prepare ourselves mm. for a two, two front World War III. And we're not the only ones doing this. Europe's doing Everybody's stocking up food supplies. The military has to be taken care of, even if it means the civilians have to suffer a little bit, pay higher gas and be short of some of our things. So, yeah. And the, the world power brokers are using this opportunity mm -hmm. to change the economic system yeah. of the wow. world. So wow. it's it's prophecy in play, no doubt My about it. My goodness, Pastor, that is incredible. That what you just laid out is if you if you don't need anything else to open your eyes to the moment of which you're in, you need to go back and replay every word that Pastor Paul Begley just said. Because I'm gonna tell you something about 
Y'all know me. Y'all follow this channel because you know me. I've been doing this. I've been consistent with, with, with the Lord now for 30-plus years. I am who I am, and I don't bring people on unless I believe in them. And this man does not say the things he said if he does not know what he's talking about. This is not something he's made up. I'm, nope. I'm looking at you right now. I don't see a tenfold hat on you. Right? Nope. <laughs> I mean, nope. I mean, you you're not you're not bringing made up conspiracies. These are things nope. that nope. are actually happening, Pastor. Amen. And Amen. and you know that's why we need to be a voice because you're not going to hear this on your secular media. You're not going to hear this on on your news broadcast. I don't care if it's Fox, CNN. I don't care any of them. They're all lined up. They're, they ain't none of them going to tell you what you're hearing. Right, the man just nope. say right now. No, they're not going to tell you, Bishop, that that this that these world leaders are converging on doing this, and you know uh, a global reset or and the uh, two state are splitting the land of Israel. This you, you have to understand, and that Temple Mount is so holy to all the three major religions of the world. Yes, I mean this is this is where Jesus is coming back. Wow, to set up His kingdom for a thousand years. You got to know the devil knows that. Yes, okay, so. He, he knows that and he dreads it. Yeah. He fears. He believes yeah. yes. too. Yes, he does. So yeah. So it's sad. He he the devil believes uh prophecy more than most Christians, quite frankly. Oh, absolutely. You know, absolutely. And so we've got to stay vigilant. And everything I just told you, I'm telling you, not from conspiracy theory. You're right. It's all from intel I get from sources. Either I have my most of which I have myself in, but I get it from them. And, and then I look at the Bible Yes, and you can see what the Bible says is going to happen. And we're watching it play out mm. right now. Unbelievable. Speaking of the Bible, as we, uh, wind down, um, pastor, th th this, this, and this may be a question that, um, that you don't feel comfortable completely answering and that's fine. But, um, when it comes to Bible prophecy and it comes to the return of Christ and it comes to this thing winding down in this dispensation, is there anything left that needs to happen? Could the Lord come back today? Yes, absolutely. I believe he can come back today. Um, I mean, because the Bible says that the Lord said he would, Jesus said that he would even shorten the days mm. for the elect's sake. So God's got a plan, but he's going to shorten it. Yeah, He's already set a plan, but because of the wickedness, because of the, uh, the rebellion, because of the blasphemy, because of the mankind's sin and transgression and abominations, he will shorten the days for our sake. Yes. Okay. So yes. Uh, how long does it go? Well, God's got in control. Jesus yes. was asked that question. And right. he said, look, I don't know. The angels don't know. Only my father. Yes, sir. And even the disciples asked this question when Jesus rose from the dead. And they and he said, look, I need you guys to stay in Jerusalem. Wait till you be endued with power from on high. He didn't tell them how many days it was going to be. Right. Either. It was it's true. It's a good point. Yep. Right. But here's what he, they said to him. Well, let me ask you a question. They said, are you going to restore the kingdom of Israel now? Mm. He's like, guys, that's not for me, you to know. That's for my father's. Wow. You know, that's his decision. But you need to know is that you're to be witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea and the entire world. And he's basically saying, so we know this, Pastor. I mean, I, I study Bible prophecy. I, you know, I see some things I think are probably going to happen first. Yeah. But for me to say that Christ couldn't return today would be ludicrous. Right. Um, the church is ready. I mean, if he wants to come get his bride, we're ready, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So we, we should be ready. We should be ready uh, and keep an eye on what's going on um, and be realistic that as God's prophecy, and you see how fast prophecy can change. Oh my goodness. You just, 
it, fast. fast. So people get ready. Amen. So speaking to that, as we come to a close, Pastor, just like on your program, we want to do it when you on our, on this program as well. Maybe there's some people that's uh, watching this and their hearts are stirred. They're maybe they're afraid. Maybe they're being convicted. Whatever it is, they're at a point where they're like, "Well, if the Lord could come back at any moment, I I'm not a hundred percent sure that I'm right with God. I'm not a hundred percent." And and I, all this stuff that's going on in this world is causing me to realize I need to get my life in order. Can could you maybe look in that camera and just speak out of your heart to those people? Lead us in that prayer. And uh, speak a blessing over our, our viewers and over this nation. Amen. Bishop, thank you so much for, for inviting me on the show and the privilege to be with you again. I love you, brother. And uh, it's, it's, I think we're cut from the same cloth. Um, folks, you might be watching right now and you're saying, okay, I hear what these preachers are saying, but I, I'm not sure where I, you know, where I stand with God. It, first of all, if you're th- thinking you have to be perfect, to be a part of the Christian, be a, be a Christian, the answer is you'll never get there. Uh, you're saved by grace through faith. The Lord wants to take you just as you are. Billy Graham, every crusade he held, they sang the song, Just As I Am Without One Plea. Come to Christ just as you are. Be honest with God. God's going to be honest with you. And uh, if you'll call upon the name of Jesus, the Bible said the day would come, and it's here, that whosoever calleth, upon the name of the Lord, shall be saved. Now, Jesus came and died on the cross to set us free, to break the chains of sin, to lift us out of this marry clay of sin and put our feet on a new solid rock, that rock being Christ. And if you want to be saved, there's three things you really just need to do. Simply this, A, B, C. A, acknowledge, accept, um, and ask God to save you. Acknowledge you need a Savior. Recognize it. And and be willing to ask Him, repenting of our sins and, and confessing them to God. And just acknowledge, Lord, I need a Savior. Once you're there, you're halfway home. Second of all, you need to believe. And of course, you probably wouldn't acknowledge if you didn't believe. So you've already come to the point to where you believe. And the Bible said, he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. In other words, you can't be saved without faith. But with faith, all things are possible with God. And so it's not his will. Jesus said it's not his will that any should perish, but all come to repentance. So I'm here to tell you now, if you acknowledge and you're asking uh, and, and you're accepting Christ, then just believe in his name. Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, that he is the Son of God, risen from the dead, and ascended to heaven and is coming back. And then confess him unto salvation, repentance, confession, and, and, and calling out to Christ from the cross to set you free. And he will save you. And then he'll fill you with the love of God. He'll relieve you of all the sins. He'll forgive you of it all. And he'll send the Holy Spirit, the Comforter, to you and give you peace. If you want to be saved right now, maybe you're watching, you're not, or maybe you've got away from God and you feel like, hey, you know, I was in there for a while. I was serving God, but now I've drifted. I've drifted. My boat's so far from the shore. I can't see the lighthouse. I'm here to tell you that the Holy Spirit of wind of God is calling and drawing you in. And I want you to pray with me, repentance and restoration, because Jesus is not only the redeemer, but he's the restorer. 
And so let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, God. I praise you, Lord, for your mercy and your grace. I praise you that you love us, that, Lord, you sent your son who died and rose again. He conquered sin, sickness, poverty, and spiritual death, and he has given us right to the tree of life now. Now, Lord, accept us, of our, uh, receive us as we are. Forgive me, Lord, of my sins. Yes. Cleanse my soul. Yes. Put in me a new heart and a new mind. And, and I want to start from here with a clean slate. I want to start from here, Lord. I may not be perfect, God. But I, I know I can be a child of God, and I want to follow you. Yes, Will you help me, Lord? Yes, Lord? I want to be saved. So right here, right now, by faith, mm -hmm. in God's grace, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, in Jesus' name, I am saved. Amen. Am. Praise God. Woo, Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I believe you just, uh, everybody that prayed that prayer, that's what heaven sounds like. Going wild. They're, going, oh, wild they're going wild up there. All of heaven rejoices over one sinner saved. Oh, I love that crowd. There. Oh, Pastor Paul, thank you so much for being on our program. You, you just, you always feed me. I'm, uh, you're, you're right. We are cut out of the same cloth, brother. Same cloth. Uh, there's same very cloth. few people that I feel connected with when I get around them on a level like I do with you. And, and I thank God for you and and that wonderful, wonderful wife of yours, Pastor Heidi. Yes. She is, she yes. is incredible. And everybody that helps so, so you. So is your wife. So is your wife. We we really enjoy getting with you guys. It's such a, a joy and it's fun. And and it's because, you know, we know what it's like to be up and we know what it's like to be down. Yes. But my Lord, we're also wearing a crown. Oh, Ooh. come on, come <laughs> on, come on. That just, that just hit me right there. Yeah, that was good. That was good. That was good. And Amen. Pastor Pastor Paul, if you're in the anywhere within driving, and of course for our big conference that we have at Elevate Conference, people flying from all over the country, you'll be coming down for the conference in October. And then that yep. Sunday after our conference, uh, you'll be preaching for us at Solid Rock. So uh, Elevate Conference, October 5th, 6th, and 7th, and you'll be there on 8th, 9th, right? Is that on right? Ninth. Ninth, I'll be ninth. there on the 9th. Yeah. That's I'm going to be there for the whole thing. That, I mean, I, if oh, you're preaching good. Wednesday night, I'm not going to miss that. Yes, uh, yes. I'm, I'm getting in on it all. So I'm everybody come God. on. Thank Make you. it to plan. Thank you. And we'll be doing a show uh, with – I'd like to do a show with everybody that's going to be uh, myself, of course, Pastor Miles Rutherford, Bishop Clint, and yourself, and then just those four days of glory, praise God, and and maybe oh, have all good. of y'all on the show as we get closer. Pastor Paul, as we get ready to go off the program, those that want to know more about your ministry, um, can where can they go? What's a website? If they're looking for you on YouTube here, tell us how to get you. Yeah, if you go to my website, it's paulbegleyprophecy.com. That's paulbegleyprophecy.com. You'll find out everything, what we're doing. Uh, and, and, you know, we've got the music CDs and the DVDs and the books and all that stuff. And prayer. We have a prayer wall. You can leave your prayer request mm. right there. We've got 123 people now who pray around the clock. Wow. Okay, so they run on different times. But there's always three, four, maybe five praying every hour for the, for the needs of the people. And so you can find out all about that at our website. If you want to find me on YouTube, just type Paul Begley. And there's some fake ones out there. Right. So find the one that's got the, the 350,000 subscribers. Don't go with those guys that are using my name and my face, yep. but are lying like a dog. Yep. Don't use it. Don't go there. So and come come on and join us uh, on our YouTube channel because I think you really enjoy it. We have some great programming. And you know what? God bless, uh, Bishop, for what you're doing here, your, your program, your show, your ministry, your church. 
And I'm just excited to be a part of it. Just, just a piece of it's all I want to be. And I, I tell you, I'm happy. I got a piece of the rock. Okay. Uh, I appreciate you, Pastor. So, so all right. Well, thank you all. Thank you once again for being a part of, of the bro- program. Uh, and I'm going to just come back on here one more time and just tell you, make sure, if you hadn't already done it, that you have hit the subscribe button down below. Hit that glorious thumbs up button. More and more I learn about you two, the more I realize that that thumbs up button and uh, a comment is one of the most powerful things you can do uh, to move our channel. Help us get to that thousand subscribers and beyond, not because we want a badge or something to hang on a wall, but because we want to unlock things and get in front of as many people as we possibly can. If you want to follow all my podcasts, anything else, my website, have me come speak at your church, whatever, it's very easy. We put it all in one little website, every link you need. Brideon, Patreon, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. They're all on one one little page there, LarryRaglin.tv. Until next time, thank you once again for joining us on The Big Picture, where our eyes are wide open. We ain't woke, but we are awake. See you next time. God bless. Thank you for joining us for this episode of The Big Picture Podcast. We hope it helped you, encouraged you, and empowered you. Please consider leaving us a review on your app of choice and share with family and friends. And remember, we ain't woke, but we are certainly awake.